Today on Just Jana, we are tackling a topic nobody talks about. Tune in to see how this will be a game changer for you. This is the Just Jana podcast, a show for mom bosses who are looking for simple strategies and quality information in the areas of fitness, parenting, health, and life in general. Here's Jana. Hello, mom bosses. It is Jana Danielson here for episode four of Just Jana Stories from a Mom Boss. Today, we are going to be wrapping our arms around a really important part of our body. I wonder if you could guess what, if you had to guess what that was. Not that we can physically wrap our arms around it, but. Um, Oh, so Okay, so we're talking about the pelvic floor today. This episode is all about the pelvic floor. And I really hope that I'm going to be able to demystify this special part of our body. So first of all, let me tell you, no one talks about this. Um, no one acknowledges their pelvic floor function or dysfunction. When there is dysfunction, we think that... It is just because we've maybe chosen to become a mom that we cough a little bit or we can't jump on the trampoline with our kids without peeing a little bit. And yeah, I'm going to empower you today. That is my goal. I am going to empower you to understand a little bit more about our own anatomy and how we can, through education, regain a lot of the... Um, power and control over that part of our body. So let me share a little story with you. I was watching a YouTube video. And it was a YouTube video about uh, CrossFit. And this interviewer who was a male was interviewing female CrossFit athletes. And I am like in awe of CrossFit athletes. Let me just put that out there. But in the interview, the question he started asking was very simple. He asked, when you're doing your double unders, and those are those really fast skipping movements, do you pee your pants? And as he started asking these female athletes, obviously they did not expect that question. And you could tell the look on their face and they were like, no. No, And so he went through a series of, of women in these interviews and they were all like just astonished that he would even ask such a question. But then there were a few as the video goes on where you could tell that their verbal no and what their face was saying or what their eyes were saying didn't really match. And then you could slowly feel how the energy of the video was changing to one woman saying, well... Yeah, I do a little bit, but um, but that it's that's supposed to happen, right? And then you start to feel this momentum build where more women are saying, "Yeah, I do." And um, they showed footage of different competitions where you could see these women actually like peeing, and it got to the point where they and they actually put this woman's name on the screen, so she was a. Um, uh, gynecologist and um, and, a, and a CrossFit athlete, and she says, "Yeah, yep, yeah, 
100%. I pee every time I do my double unders and I'm I'm proud of that. And so again, go forward another 60 seconds in the video and just visualize like a high school gym full of women in the bleachers and they are all cheering literally we pee, we pee, we pee. And it becomes almost like this tribal cry of like empowerment in this group. And um, I just kept thinking like, what the hell? <laughs> like that, that's not supposed to happen. And these muscles are supposed to stop us from peeing when they function properly. So at my studio for, again, over a decade, I have been educating on pelvic floor function. And I'm we talk about the pelvic floor at my studio or at the Meta District, my online Pilates studio. We talk about the pelvic floor like we talk about our glutes. You know, you want to get some lift in your booty. Here's what you do. You want to get stronger arms, work your biceps and triceps. Here's what you do. We do not... We're not bashful about the pelvic floor. It is what it is because it's a part of our anatomy. And when we make it taboo, then it becomes uncomfortable. But here's the deal, girls. In mm, probably about eight years ago or so, nine years ago, I did some really cool training with a urogynecologist named Dr. Bruce Crawford. And Dr. Crawford, his job as a surgeon is to do pelvic floor surgeries for women. So he pins the pelvic floor up when it is weak. And um, that's what he does. He noticed that, you know, three, four, five years after an initial surgery, these women were coming back and he started asking his colleagues, hey, you guys and girls, um, have you noticed this? Are you getting the same women in your surgery surgery rooms to get the same, um, you know, pin up of the pelvic floor? And the answer was, yeah, Bruce, we are, but do your job do the surgery and send them on their way. And you know, that didn't sit very well with him. He said, in most cases, and I think the number he used was 95%, in 95% of the cases, the pelvic floor dysfunction that women live with is actually a fitness slash movement issue because these are muscles. They're not actually like a medically diagnosed issue. Sometimes they are. 100%, okay? But in 95% of the cases, they're not. So what we're doing is we're actually disempowering these women to think that they have no control over their own bodies and they need a surgery to fix it. And that is not the case in a lot of the situations. So knowing what I knew about Pilates, knowing about this research, there was this huge opportunity to start to educate so I want to share a story with you. I started seeing a client for private sessions probably about two years ago for pelvic floor um, issues. And, you know, I'm about to share this story. And she and I had a conversation. I was I mentioned to her that I wanted to highlight her story, share as a way to help you learn. And she was very happy for me to um, include this story in today's podcast. I had a woman... She was 23 years old at the time. So I probably saw her maybe two years ago. 
she came to my studio and she was a Highland dancer. So think of like river dance, right? Like the amazing athleticism in those dancers where really from their belly button up, they are stoic. They are like a statue, very rarely moving. And then there's this amazing mobility in their lower body and it's the precision and the speed to which they move. So she'd been a Highland dancer for about 18 years. So she started when she was very young. She was newly married and she came to me and at probably about her third private with me when we started to really get to know each other and she started to trust me. She came into her private and she burst out crying. And she said to me, Jana, I live with pelvic floor pain every day of my life. I am newly married. I let my husband kind of have his way with me once a week and I cringe through the entire experience and then I wait for next week to happen and I am petrified that my marriage will not last because I cannot give myself fully to him. I cannot enjoy, you know, that part of of our relationship like I should be able to and um, he doesn't even know it. So we had a moment there and I was, um, I don't know, like I, I was more than humbled. I mean, I, I just wanted, I wanted to hug her. I wanted to let her know that, you know, I could help. I wanted her to know that, you know, this wasn't a, you know, like a prison sentence and, um, we started educating her about the pelvic floor. And so when we work the pelvic floor, it is just like any other muscle, you guys. And so what we had to do in her case was we did some pelvic floor release and we used a very basic five-inch playground ball. And she sat on the ball and was in extreme discomfort. Um, I took her through a little bit of diaphragmatic breathing and got her to calm down. She had her hands on the ground, like normally... I shouldn't say normally, but when the pelvic floor is um, in a healthier state, you should be able to sit on that five-inch playground ball with your knees crossed, kind of sitting up with the hands not on the ground. She had her body pitched forward. She was taking some of the weight of her body with her hands, and she was breathing, and there were tears coming down her, her cheeks, and we worked through that, and we worked through it every single week, and we got her to a point where... She was not experiencing pain every single day. She almost had like literally a spring in her step. I am happy to say that she is doing so much better. I hear from her every once in a while, but she's not the only person that is dealing with that. Time for a quick break. Top up your water, run to the bathroom if you need. I want to share a testimonial from mom bosses just like you who took a few minutes to leave us a testimonial. Here's a testimonial from Andrea Smitch about the Meta District, my online Pilates studio. I'm really enjoying the freedom of doing classes whenever I want. Scheduling them all in makes a huge difference for me. I'm already feeling better. I'm going on a trip and Wi-Fi will be sketchy for three days, so I'll have to just recall what I've seen from previous workouts. The Rescue Me and Educate Me videos are awesome. I've done six of them so far. Thank you so much, Jenna. Thanks for the comments. Leave a rating and review and yours could be featured on a future episode. Okay, now back to the show.
So if you're on the podcast today and you're someone who coughs a little bit, coughs and pees a little bit, you want to get back to maybe a bit of a, you want to do your first 5K run or you want to, you know, a 10K or a half marathon, whatever it is, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, but I'm going to have to, you know, wear pads all the time. Um, If you are someone who experiences pain, pelvic floor pain or pain during intercourse, there are really basic things that you can be trying. And of course, pelvic floor physiotherapy is, is not a new modality of treatment. And there have been amazing success stories when it comes to getting physiotherapy for your pelvic floor. I want to just share some of the really basic things that I have tried even in my own body and with clients that have worked. So I mentioned the playground ball. Okay, please, like, oh my gosh, don't use like a golf ball or a tennis ball. I have found the five-inch, that would be bad news bears. Don't do that. Um, the five-inch playground ball is really, a, it's, it's a good size. It's a good, it has some good, um, it's not too hard, not too soft. And you literally sit on it. So the ball is between your pubic bone and your anus. If you can sit cross-legged, that's what I would want you to do. And then the diaphragm, um, breathing through the diaphragm is really important. Now, we all have probably heard of Kegels, and, you know, the Kegel is a way to acknowledge your pelvic floor. So right now, wherever you are, okay, I'm sitting here recording this podcast. If you're driving in your vehicle, again, what wherever you are at work, I want you to squeeze the muscles of your pelvic floor. So if you were peeing right now, I want you to stop the flow of urine and just squeeze, Okay. Now, some of you are probably like making little like crunchy faces with your like <laughs> with your with your eyes or your or your face. So relax your face. OK, and just do that a few times, like squeeze and release and squeeze and release and squeeze and release. OK, so that's essentially a Kegel. Now, here's why I'm not in love with the Kegel. I like the Kegel to acknowledge there's a muscle. Now it's quiet. It's working. It's quiet. It's working. It's quiet. OK, I I like it for that. But. I don't love that it is this contract, relax, contract, relax, contract, relax, because it's kind of like taking a light switch and turning it off and on, off and on, off and on. Or the way I like to explain it is if you were going to turn on water on your sink, you wouldn't turn the water on like full blast and turn it off, full blast and turn it off. You would turn it on and then you would turn it off and there would be a process, right? That's what I want you to think about now. Now, ladies, here is something that has worked for me for many, many years. I heard this probably about 10 years ago at a conference. So I want you to imagine that you are picking up grapes with your vagina, okay? So every time you exhale, that H-A, exhale, I want you to think about picking up a grape. It's a plump grape, so you don't want to squeeze too hard and squash it. And you don't want to be like, blah, and not even pick up that grape. That's the kind of pelvic floor contraction that I want to coach you on, okay? You can do this anywhere. You can be in line at the grocery store. You can be at a red light. You can be at work. You can be sitting at the hockey rink. Um, You can be in an interview. You can be FaceTiming your husband. And you can be doing these. No one knows you're picking up grapes, okay? You want to pick up grapes 10 times three times a day, all right? And not the squeeze, release, squeeze, release. But it's one of those almost moments where you're like, I think I'm doing it. Oh yeah, there it is, all right? And this is actually going to connect your brain with that part of the anatomy that we seem to be so disconnected from, okay? The exhale, 
okay? That's when our pelvic floor should be responding. Um, the inhale is when it's kind of relaxing. The exhale, it's when it's when it's working. So sometimes when I'm teaching class, I on my exhale, I'll cue. It's like it's like an elevator muscle. So just visualize that pelvic floor lifting up, away from you know the gusset of your leggings or your jeans or whatever pants you're wearing. Okay. So your pelvic floor. Okay. Acknowledge it. Love it take care of it. It's an important muscle, you guys. You know, there's a nerve that runs right through that pelvic floor called the pudendal nerve. And it and sometimes really basic things like cold feet, um, shin splints, low back discomfort, um, even just like constipation can be a function of a dysfunctional pelvic floor. So don't think it's just a sexy muscle or a muscle that keeps your organs up. There are some really basic everyday quality of life things that this is actually what is going on. And so we need to pay attention to that just as much as we pay attention to, like I said, you know, your your butt work or your core work. Um, the diaphragm and the pelvic floor is actually a part of that or a part of your main part of your core. So we're going to dive into this again a little bit deeper. We're going to do a whole podcast on know your core. Okay. So there you have it. Okay. The pelvic floor. It is a very important muscle. You need to care for it and hopefully it will prevent any of those major issues. Or if that's you right now, there is a way that you can actually take control, be empowered, and um, just take it to a higher kind of quality level than it is right now. Thank you so much for joining me, ladies, today. Have a fantastic day. And remember, as soon as this podcast is done, you've got 10 grapes to pick up. To get in touch with Jana, go to leadpilates.com or for information about her online studio, head over to metadistrict.com. Recorded and produced at Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Please give me love. Listen, it's what we're hoping for every day of our audience, our fans, our customers, that they listen to who we are, to what we are. But it only happens when your idea is delivered well in a way that makes them feel the message. Using every audio resource available today, Sound Lounge by T-Bone takes the intention and captures it, enhances it, and presents it to your audience with power and purpose. Whether you're shooting a movie, recording a song, crafting a brand, or simply putting a story down for the future, consider T-Bone. Dedicated to the craft of audio engineering, he will deliver the attention your project deserves. Sound Lounge by T-Bone.